Welcome, Max Emerson Taylor, to the Setting It Straight podcast. Um, my name is Jack Giz. My name is Sam Rainey. Welcome. Thank hey. you very much for being here. Before yeah. we start, we should probably say that we are uh, six feet apart for sure. Yeah, we've we took off our masks right when we sat down. We're trying to maintain this, bring the content, but also not put anyone in danger. You guys keep it safe. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta do something. Yeah. So you grew up in Halifax. Absolutely. It went to Sacred Hearts, right? That's right, Sacred Heart, the uh, big all boys school. That was the way to do it. We had the gang with me. You know, we let gang pull up. That's the way to do it, man. And man. Then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much. I went to Halifax Independent School Elementary. I've been around the city, you know. Yeah. I lived down in Ingramport for a little bit, Bedford in the city. That's I know crazy. the city. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I feel like growing up somewhere, you know that all the nooks and crannies and like where all the fun things are happening. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. As a kid, too, it's like I was bored all the time. So I just drive around. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's it. it. I mean, we grew up and like spent years in Charlottetown. That's all we can really do. So yeah, it's all nooks and crannies. There's not yeah, much that's, left. That's but. what you gotta do sometimes. It's just the best thing to just drive around. Like that's my main thing that I like to do too. So yeah, like, yeah. City just like that. I mean, Halifax isn't so bad as long as you avoid like the two hours of like actual traffic, and then yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Um, but no, these days I've just been skating around. I got my own board, and Yo, yeah. it's Halifax is so great for that. You like, skate? yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got messed up shoes. Yeah, yeah. so you I'm all right. Like, uh, I can do I can do about an ollie and a half a uh, kick shove a shove it. I think it's pop shove pop, pop shove, shove it. it. Yeah, what but pop shove it is when you like, it's when it goes like okay. that one. Like it like spins around. Whoa! Wait, but half of that would just would just be mean I can I can spin it around and then I only. <laughs> I can turn around. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, Halifax is dope for that. It's yeah. been it's been a great summer for that. Do you skate? You got the Vans oh, on, man. I got my squiddies on. Yeah. I hope they keep it. Yeah. Hope they get in the shot. You know, I'm not, I'm not a very coordinated guy when it comes to my feet. At least. Okay, you you play basketball. So. I play basketball a little bit, but it's, it's specifically on standing on things at heels. Right. I can't, Balance. Yeah, it's very yeah. specific thing, but it's true. Like, standing, <laughs> like segways, uh, hoverboards. So this summer must have been a horrible summer for you, considering like all the scooters were out, all oh, the skateboarders were out. I'm thinking you. Been on the scooter. In fact, I, you know the logo you see on the front of the Halifax scooter? Yeah. yeah. I made that logo. No way. Oh, really? Yeah, but I've never been on that. In what scenario did you do? So my ex-girlfriend, or my campaign manager now, so a good friend. Adam, oh, great that's friend. awesome. She uh, she used to work for Segway in Nova Scotia. And the guy who started Segway in Nova Scotia, Max Rastelli, he does all the Halifax scooters. No way. So I was like, hey, man, you want a logo? It's like clean graphic design back in the day. It's like, yeah, man. How long ago was that? A year and a half, two years ago? A year and a half That's ago? Crazy. Wow. Like that. that makes sense. That's about when they started yeah. popping up. Yeah, so you got into graphic design? Was that out of yeah, your... Yeah, I was just really good at Photoshop back in the day. Oh, okay. But then I went to a school later on for like uh, advertising, to work on advertising portfolio, and I realized that I... I got a lot of cash out today with people who are like amazing at it. Yeah. The logo's okay. I do like the logo. I like the yeah, logo. Yeah. It's, cla- it's, it's simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's aerodynamic. I can pick up some great speed. That's, it doesn't hinder it. That's the goal. And that's the most important that, part. That was my goal the whole time. Yeah. And finally, someone realizes that. <laughs> we just need some that flame logo decals on the side. It makes it go yeah. way faster. <laughs> that's like a cool virtual logo where there's a dude who's flying off. Like, just can't. scooter fan art, dude. Yeah, that's my favorite. Start, start, start a trend. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. So, after so you studied uh, sports management 
at Queens? At, uh, well, at Queens, I studied psychology. Oh, really? But I was only there for half a year because, like, my graduating class in high school it was like uh, 25 dudes, right? Right. It includes the girls' school, it's like 40 people. So, like, it was so small. Going to Queens with like 30,000 people it was like, wow. This, yeah. Um, I get stuck on West Campus, which is like three kilometers away from all my other friends' campuses, so two kilometers away. So, like, wanted to hang out with somebody had to walk there. That's it tough. Sucked. It was a bad situation. Right? That's like, where the scooters would have come in handy. Yeah, <laughs> smart like that, but at the time I didn't realize. Well, right? it was meant to be. You were solving the problems that you had three years before. Yeah, that's what genius happened. Yeah, you know, solving the world's real problems. But after that, I went down to Bishop. I took the rest of the year off. Went to like London for a little bit. Saw the fam. <laughs> Uh, and then went to Bishops for like sports management, marketing, and bi- like business on the side. And uh, yeah, man, I started small businesses down there. Each one failed. What were some of the smart yeah. small businesses? I started one thing. It's called Locker Emerson. It was like a sports blogging website, right? Oh, wow. like, do esports, basketball, write about different kinds of sports. I only really know a ton about basketball, but I wrote about sports, try to get ad revenue for there. Yeah, nothing happened. I mean, it just did not take off. That's fine. That, and then after that, I started like a digital media thing, right? Like I'd spend every single day, I'm talking, I'd probably make 25 phone calls a day, calling small business to be like, hey, can I make an ad for you? Like, hey, can I make an ad? Trying to get something going. That's and crazy. Like, so you like went full out, like you're an entrepreneurial yeah. spirit. I think I was. And then I, what I realized I was really bad at it. <laughs> it really needs to change. But then in Halifax, I got back here. And then I did the ice cream bike, which like, yeah. that was like Wait, the first small you, business. Wait, you started that? Oh, I did like an ice cream bike here. And that was like the only small business I've actually made money on. That's but, dope. Uh, it was pretty sweet, that thing. But, you know, the university thing, I, I still have one year left. And I'm probably going to finish. We're going to see how things go. But yeah. One year. And then, uh, That's dope. It seems like your passions are all over the place. Were, were they similar to what you uh, were focused on when you were growing up? I can't say for sure. I mean, it's hard because like, I, I was one of those kids that my mom would make me all the school plays, right? So like, she, you know, I, I was never into one thing. Like, yeah, I, right. I think it's important that people diversify too. Like, 100%. Even right now with the whole TikTok thing, I, like, I haven't posted a video in ages specifically because like, the entrepreneurial, like, now I'm doing politics, right? Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm separating these things completely. Mm. Like, I think people need to have diversity. You don't have to be stuck in one box. And that was a huge problem I had. Like most of us being stuck in like one little box. So, like, you know what? Let's let's open this up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking about the future of your TikTok? Uh, uh, it's tough to say. I mean, like I made some nice connections from TikTok, right? Like my, my biggest problem is my following on TikTok is like my my core demographic, from what I understand, is like eighteen to thirty, right? And mm. that's like the least amount of money you can get. Like, that's <laughs> like that, you do not make money from eighteen to thirty, like at all, right? They're all broke college students, yeah. oh, like, yeah. teenagers. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So uh, I, I, I'm probably gonna still make videos on there, right? But it's more about like the fact that certain people have noticed me on there, which is amazing because then like I have these little connections that I can build off there. But I'll probably just keep using this kind of like a punching bag to get ideas out. And then yeah. Something else, you know. I mean. Most of your following wouldn't even be in Canada, right? That most of most the- them's on Canada, and most of them, I think, there's a ton of them. Like someone estimated, like there's probably a couple, like a hundred thousand people at least who don't have accounts who watch me regularly. Who just go on the phone to look. Right? Just so search up to, your name. I can't say that's for sure because yeah. that's just like something someone said once to the TikTok sphere, so you don't know how much you can trust mm. them. But but uh because it's like 18 to 33 it's like a lot of people don't have accounts so right i didn't have an account before i made videos so i could just go watch the same people over and over again how long have you been so, making videos for 
since quarantine started, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Six months, just about. I think just about six months, like late, late March. That's not very well, long ago, man. Yep. Before then, but they were just like for a couple of buddies. Yeah. I just leave all of them. Just, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. erase the tracks. <laughs> yeah, we were starting fresh yeah. now. Yeah, we're starting completely fresh now, but that one video is kind of where it all started. Like, That's so good. Video. That's so good. Like, did you have any aspirations to get into like video, like vlogging, video making at all? I can't say for sure. I, I, I definitely, in Toronto, when I was living there for a couple of months, I was, uh, I had like hundreds of jokes written down over the years because I wanted to do stand up. No way. Oh, really? But uh, I went once, and I guess everyone's first time was terrible. So yeah. It was awful. It went so bad, bro. Just so <laughs> bad. Like, was it I, a bar in, uh, in Toronto? It was a bar in Toronto, right? Mm. My buddy went up and told me to. He bombed to. Like, we're sitting there to want to be polite and watch the rest of the show. Sure. We're just like tears in our eyes. And hundreds of jokes ready that I hadn't even used yet. And then I posted one video on TikTok. I'm like, you know what? I got hundreds of jokes. Let's just use them in video format, right? So I uh, never expected it at all. But. So you took your jokes from stand up and applied them to your TikTok? Oh, yeah. And I had a ton, like in the back of the gym, like a ton. Just in your drafts? Yeah, a ton. It was it was so easy to transition over, right? Really? That's, like, what were, that's what were what were some examples of like things that you transferred over? Like I'm trying to think specifically, like, uh, so start with the milk thing. That was just something I had out in the world. And I'm trying to think something else like, there, like, like the, man, this is so hard. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> so, all right, you're doing a stand-up uh, set right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was like one, like that long-form text and some of my things, right? So people make lists and shit. Yeah. So I'd have like top ten lists that I'd like to do on stage. Oh, um, and that top yeah. ten thing. So went... all the top ten lists I'd like to do, like I would have done on stage, like top ten video games or like top ten games, and in the middle I would have like an item that's. Like terrible, I'd keep coming back to you on stage, right? <laughs> and then I just happen to work for the video. Yeah, so that's I mean, so funny. That's like the one example I can think of. There's more, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your like style of stand up? Uh, it was, see, that was my biggest problem. I, think. Yeah. I didn't really have one because, like, I, I, I'm just, I don't really have one style of speaking in general. Like, mm -hmm. Sometimes I can be very serious, and then sometimes I can be way too over the top, like just an insane person. Like, yeah. In general, like, I'm relatively calm as I go up, right? Like kind of lean back on the chair, do my little thing, you know, right. sink into the couch. It's a very deep couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> deep couch. I've taken <laughs> many solid naps on that couch. It's a, nice it's a good couch. couch. Yeah. <laughs> this couch is like how I would do this. He came with a Nicholas uh, Cage pillow. But we thought yeah, it would steal from the show. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you reach over, you can grab that pillow. It's, yeah, it's yeah. right back there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to move it because there's a light underneath me. But oh, it's all good. So you my dreams. <laughs> I love them. A little I sneak peek. We're, <laughs> we're a little sneak peeking in a different episode or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just over the, the oh, shoulder yeah. of the guest. Maybe we should invite Nick Cage to our next one. <laughs> yeah, he'll, yeah, he is. He knows us. Is there anyone who will come on of that caliber? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's made worse decisions <laughs> <laughs> with his career. Bond, I would do it. In what? Wow! I did not know that. I would, I would believe that. I think I heard that, like the the reason that he does so many movies is that he just buys, he compulsively buys oh, like yeah. just skeletons of old that. animals and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, 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 man, there's he no. Yeah, yeah. Man, if he has money, he's like, I need to buy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ghost Rider Three. Yeah. Oh, I could oh, not. Wow. Do you? 
Do you have any impressions? I like the worst. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried. I did theater when I was in high school too. Oh, right. And I literally had to be taught how to speak. Yeah. Like I was just, I could not act for the life of me. Yeah. I don't know why they cast me for that role. Because you were the only person that could sing? No, it was only, probably because I was the only brown guy. No, yeah, you played it. Yeah, I was a hand, beautiful. Man. Man. I feel like he's being typecasted though. This is based on so offensive to say because you're from Charlottetown. It's like with every school play, there was actually there's about three different Anne of Green Gables plays that have happened, maybe more, but I think uh, no school is allowed to perform it. Yeah, so it's all like Disney stuff. Yeah, good songs too. They're catches oh, I, don't, I don't remember really like, as a kid i didn't like it because like, i'm pretty sure there's a scene in it where you're just like watching like someone be taught in the classroom yeah yeah that's exactly that really it yeah mm-hmm. as a kid i was like what is this like what, what am i watching yeah this is just class zoned out i'm just watching <laughs> school right now <laughs> classic and yeah she's a real troublemaker she's she's a troublemaker. is i just wish she'd settle down <laughs> get your priorities <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe in it. That's so cool. Like, okay, so you're doing stand up, and it doesn't work, and you transfer those skills yeah. to TikTok, and it works. It works. That's I've never heard of that before. Yeah. That's so cool. It was a weird mold because I kind of had to make it as I went along too. Because like the TikTok thing, I like I'll be honest with you, completely honest. I don't really watch TikTok. Yeah. And because if I watch too much, like it affects the shit I make. Right? Yeah, so sure. It's like I have to stay off it, and then watch other forms of inspiration and then post right like i'll definitely watch like five or ten accounts right but like besides that i can't really watch too much or else like it starts affecting everything i do yeah like, the way like I, I what i think is funny I can't yeah do that, right so it's kind of like I, I watched this show called um i think you should leave with Kim oh wow. wow man that's I think probably we... the show that i'm most first on i've watched that <laughs> yeah. at least a hundred times now, I, like <laughs> i i watch that almost every day yeah even though i've seen it, like a million times mm-hmm. And that's where I get like, most of the <laughs> That makes five. a lot of sense, yeah, actually. Like, yeah. The style of it is like someone gets like embarrassed, embarrassed, and, <laughs> and, 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 and like, that's what I would be talking yeah. about that thing, right? So that's yeah. actually that's hilarious. I can totally that see is... the inspiration. Yeah. yeah. And if, now that you know that you're gonna watch more, you understand like there's definitely the same thing that he does. It's like embarrassed, someone's embarrassed, someone thinks they're stupid, and then they get angry. They yeah. Embarrassed about something. Yeah. They like, put the their foot down. That's so good. Yeah. What other like Tim Robbins? What other inspirations do you have for you? Well, besides Tim Robbins, it's kind of like he's definitely one of the ones. Yeah. yeah. So good. Have you seen other stuff by him? Uh, I've looked up literally everything I could. Yeah. Like I watched like his thing with the characters. I think. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that stuff, but uh, I'm trying to think who else. He's definitely number one. I just take bits and pieces from other people, right? Like if I watch someone like. Uh, Different stand up comedians that a lot of people haven't heard of. Like, the one you guys heard of, like, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it, uh, I, I like to eat rice when I want to eat a thousand of something? Yeah, well, yeah. That's my yeah. favorite line. Yeah, this Mitch Hedberg is so good. He's he's, yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. yeah. Hey, every day I like go listen to Howard Stern in the car. Mm, right. So like like just, old Howard Stern or, like, or like new? Live. Oh, live. Oh, live. Yeah. I find the old stuff's a little bit too too much. Yeah. Back in the day, like, I think he was more for ratings, so he had to be crazy to keep it. Right. Cool. But now he's like, oh, I'm like, not sad. Like, people are going to watch him. Now he's like a chess master. <laughs> like, he's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Happens, but yeah, that's what he's doing. But yeah, just little bits and pieces. There's no one specifically except Tim Robinson. Yeah. Besides him, there's no one really specifically. That's dope. So just kind of like alt comedy. Like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like different kinds of comedy. See what they do the best. Yeah. 
like different people will have bangers no matter what. Like mm-hmm. people I don't usually like, like I'm trying to think of sound like a comedian, I wouldn't usually like Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. Sure. Like I'm not a huge fan of him, but if he'll have a joke around, I'll be like, oh my god, it's yeah. amazing. You know? Yeah. So it's like you gotta take bits and pieces to see you like the best. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not saying I steal jokes. No, 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 no. It's inspired. No, not. Things yeah, you were related to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you stole your joke from Fluffy and Clayson. <laughs> <That's laughs> <funny. laughs> yeah. I don't think it really minds, honestly, at this point. Yeah, I'll be fair. There's a ton of Fluffy Iglesias fans that are just pounding me every day. <laughs> In the comments, man. Thief, thief. <laughs> Next big stand scandal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man that could take you next level all right david Jobrick was one thing wow gabriel iglesias that's that's like that peak stardom right there i'm gonna say here first i've always wanted to have like if i ever do make it on the shelf right yeah i'd like to do it alongside somebody else so that way like towards if like if things start to slow down i synthesize my beats. <laughs> yeah beat, yeah right and then we do like the whole, we, we beef for six months. We plan it out, right? We really beef when you're going to see each other in public, it's crazy. Like, we do the whole Logan Paul case. <laughs> Boxing right Make a million dollars in a fight. Like, it's, we get the million dollars, we're going to secure the bag, but this is the part that gets crazy. And this is the law found out about this. They hate it. Like, it's illegal for betting or something. Right. We rig it so in the ring, when we go to punch, we just start, we go, we can't do it. We international news. Yeah, nobody would bet on that. <laughs> What's the probability of the two contestants afterwards. hugging yeah. afterwards? Yeah, I would bet on. I would, yeah, I would bet on that. it's like, uh, does that count as a tie? Like, would that be the after the hug's done? I'm. Yeah. Okay. So just grab him and throw him down. Fight. Yeah. I want people to know that the message still stands. It's like and hug then, until the cameras the turn off, and then yeah, and you, then we're gonna see. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that, that's a big. Honestly, thing. that's a solid plan. That's not. Yeah. yeah. First one I've ever said it out loud too. So oh well, I, we're if on it. Refer back to this moment. They're gonna know that this was a planned event. Yeah. Oh, Premeditated. Away from the event, to be honest. <laughs> honestly, only the OG fans will 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 know about it, and yeah. they deserve to know. That's what yeah. I did. That's, that's okay. They, they deserve to know. Yeah. Everybody deserves to know it's the people who started right now listening to us. 100%. Like, Honestly? Alpha. All right, if you could choose your the person that you, you gained stardom with, who would it be? Uh, boys in this room, man. Oh, let's <laughs> fight. Let's I'm tearing up right now. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure. laughs> Honestly, it could be like a, a, a three-way like battle royale type thing in the ring. It could I be mean, you could do like the WWE sort yeah, of flip over teams. each other. I was thinking like like underwater chicken fights, but overwater. Oh, yeah, we just do like piggyback rides. Overwater and then in the air. What's like what's how do you say underwater? What's just like in just the world? On ground? <laughs> on ground. On ground. In water. Yeah, that sounds about right. On ground. Overwater. Overwater. Yeah. <laughs> just While Jesus we're walking Christ on the water. Thing yeah. Yeah. Just walking on water. Honestly, that would be a pretty cool fight that would be, that would be, be a, very cool a fight. sick fight the first time I did yeah just some dudes throwing their like chocolates just like sandals flying yeah like I said before it's the boys in this room yeah that's what the fight's gonna be right? stay tuned get the betting numbers up right yeah. and we're totally not gonna hug afterwards yeah. this is a real fight so to the death. Make sure you bet against them hugging in the ring. Yeah. yeah. If anything, we're not we're not hugging in the ring. We're not hugging in the ring. See, the more we say it, the, I feel like the more money we can make if we do. I think you're right. 
We're not hugging in the rain. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing I'm thinking about too. It's kind of like, well, I guess what keeps you going too is you have these little fantasies in your head too. For sure. Keep you motivated to yeah. do something. Like when you're in bed, you're like, you know what? If I'm in bed right now. I can't work towards this. Yeah. Just 20 more minutes of sleep and then I'm getting up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is yeah. 1 a.m. Damn. All right. I guess we're grinding. No. Uh, yeah, those keep you going. No, yeah, that's for sure. How would you want to come up? Like, how would you want to enter like a, a larger sphere? You know, I, I will say this: there's one man who has done it in a way that I think, every, like, a lot of people should emulate, and it's like Donald Glover, like Childish Gambino. Yeah, he's, he has had so many different trajectories. Like, he hasn't had one thing; hasn't necessarily influenced the next thing. He just does them individually and it rises up again. It so does them the really thing. well. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I've wanted the same sort of thing. It's like, I want to do things individually and not let them influence each other. But Jamie Foxx did it really good too. Like Jamie Foxx yeah. is a comedian, an actor, and mm, like that's true. Musician, musician yeah. yeah. Musician, yeah. So I guess like that kind of thing is like you do other things. You don't let them necessarily cross over. Like someone where like you know, I'm trying to think of an example of someone. Tyler the, Tyler the creator struggles with that a lot yeah. where he's like he doesn't like being put in a box and he's constantly like I want to be designing clothes making, like making music cream. and making videos with my friends yeah. and I don't want you to think that I'm just a rapper yeah. or I'm I just the, this the problem that I'm understanding about the rapper is kind of like they, they'll dip their toe in a new pool and be like okay I want to do this as well but you got to go all in you whatever mm. you're doing on the side you got to leave it behind for the year right you got to say like that's like what I've watched with Don Weber is like or Donald Glover does this. Yeah, you got that right. And like he'll put the other thing, like comedy aside for the year, and be like, let's see yeah. how I'm doing here. I'm only doing this for six months. Okay, now I'm done doing this for six months. I'm going right back to six months. And I think with pe a lot of people, they're just like, all right, I'm going to dip my toe in all these things. We'll see how it goes. Mm. Even right now, I can't do TikTok at all because I'm doing like a campaign. Like this one, it's it pretty time consuming. It's a lot, really time consuming. Yeah, I'll post a video every now and then, but it's honestly the ones that I posted lately, like. I have no time to write, so they try. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's, That's fair. That's yeah. cool. So, I mean, Donald Glover, Glover started his like career in sort of like comedy writing and stand up, which yeah. you sort of did. Yeah. But I mean, like, then he started making movies, like yeah. you kind of did. Yeah. Are you, are you trying to like mirror his I life? This. Donald Glover started, people don't know this, he started with sketch comedy. Yeah. 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 He was writing sketch for comedy. 80s rock, was it? Uh, 30 Rock, 30 but rock. he Before was doing, that, yeah. He had, like YouTube sketch comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. And he did things like that. And like a lot of his stuff was just really good. I used to watch it as a kid and then I saw him on the show Community. <sighs> One of my yeah. favorite shows of all time. This is like his album. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? In fact, I don't love a ton of his music. It's yeah. True, but there's some of it I'm like, oh my god, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. You see how much time is spent going into this. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know, he's a definitely do definitely for sure. I I can see that. Yeah, I'm infinitely more talented than I could ever be. <laughs> All of us combined is. in this room wouldn't put a, he's a candle like, to this guy. Like <laughs> Still like probably 35. Or something. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen this show, Atlanta? Oh, it's amazing. So good. <sighs> but I will say this: the one thing I'll say about him, I found this out the other day, and now I like him less. He was an RA. Like a resident assistant? He was an RA, man. Are, are you, were you guys, just make sure. No, 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 no. I have so much. <laughs> you know what? You Maybe you should RA. be fighting them. Let's just go with the residents next door and just start scrapping. And I don't want to offend RA. I understand. Like, I would do it, like, free, free room. Yeah, yeah. Get some food. It's amazing. But 
personally, the experience I've had with a lot of artists, I've met some nice ones, don't get me wrong. It's just, listen, if I come home, it's 5 a.m., I want to take a shower. <laughs> what are you doing on the door? I'm not falling asleep in the shower. It happened one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fall asleep in the shower. Leave I'm me alone. Shower. That's not a specific <laughs> incident, it's clearly. Not, it's it's just, just, no. It's not like that happened. No, Why are you no. stereotyping me just because I did this one time? Because I did it one time. <laughs> but, you know, it just... Now he's the one banging the door. Oh, that's I didn't. That's surprising considering his character, especially as he didn't seem like the most adult when he was like in his younger sketches. He's a big goof. Two ways I think about the one he was doing. He's like, you know, I'm gonna put myself through school. It's a nice career on board. True. That's a reasonable way to think. That's why he did it. The other part of me is thinking, no, this guy did it because he wanted to get on people like me <laughs> who were just trying to have a good time and not oh. buy the RAs, and he couldn't handle it. Donald couldn't handle it. He yeah, couldn't handle it. So <laughs> you could say that people like you want. So you're more talented at, you know, you won that battle against the RAs and therefore Donald Gover. I'm just saying, if an RA <clears throat> at any moment, Wants this phone. I'm actually very. I met some huge artists. <laughs> <laughs> I met some really big artists. I'll take it back. And if there's, I feel like there's gonna be one artist. Yeah. Fuck. I voted for you, man. I voted for you. Yeah, you did. I, I feel bad. I just wanted to chill. So yeah. Chill. You know, sometimes. 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 Yeah, they're, unless they're, 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 if you're listening to this, you're one of the good artists. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're not, if you never hear this show, there's some great RAs. There's some great RAs. There are some excellent Stellar. RAs, you know. But maybe Don Glover was a good RA. Maybe he was a great RA. Maybe there's a really great RAs, you know. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of cactuses you pick up that won't sting you either. But True. the majority of them, I'm digging uh, a hole with these RAs. Yeah. The RA vote is a big deciding factor <laughs> yeah. this election. There's millions of RAs. <laughs> <laughs> that's like crazy the backbone of this <laughs> city <laughs> alright let's go back um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough about the RAs back to Donald Glover so <laughs> you in March you start making TikToks and then you start do you start with the milk one the milk challenge one I had one? a couple more before then but they were just like I had like you'll see a couple more I have on my page before then but I probably had like 20 before that were literally just targeted to like specific ones my friends they're just like yeah. look at this joke that I make like it's stupid it's like diarrhea jokes <laughs> yeah. like I still make diarrhea jokes like, like right? you're never too old yeah and it's like uh, that's why I've had a ton of videos taken down before I milk things so now I have to trade like really lightly because like all my strikes are gone really <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're gone like, wait you got you got videos taken down for oh, making diarrhea jokes oh like, for, you know because I use like peanut butter it was like a big thing <laughs> like I understand like they were all reasonable like when they were taken down I was like what the hell it was like <laughs> that makes sense. It's unfortunate, but <laughs> yeah. I'm glad someone's out there protecting the society exactly. from yeah. peanut butter. Like, like TikTok yeah. has our AIDS too. Uh, yeah. The Donald Glovers of TikTok. <laughs> but I mean, there's too many analogies in that. <laughs> I woke up. It was literally like the weirdest thing. The moment it literally did change my life. Like yeah. The milk video. The milk video. Yeah. Did, like, yeah. Literally changed my 100%. life. One hundred percent. Like 
if I ever write a book, it's going to be called I Came, I Saw, I Ran a Glass, ran a glass of Milk. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's only if I That's poetic. So this is one of those things that you're laying in bed. Something happened. Yeah. Something, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to say now. You know, but that's unreal. I literally woke up one morning. I remember, like, I woke up, opened my eyes, and I'm like, man, like, she just make a milk video. Like, literally <laughs> like that. There was no precursor. I didn't have the idea before at all. I know I didn't like TikTok challenges at all. And I was like, you know, I kind of like want to a little poke fun, a little bit of the old trend of doing challenges. But he woke up, a quarter glass of milk. I was, used to go on drives during quarantine. I never got out of the car because you always drive around. So yeah. Just drive around all day. And I was like, you know, before I go for my drive, I'm going to do this little thing. I didn't know how to, how to like set up the pre-record thing so you could press it and it record you. So my mom was holding the record button <laughs> the whole time. That's why it falls into it. <laughs> I did that and like four hours later, it was like, it exploded. Four hours. It was like That's four, nothing. The first four hours, was like nothing really happened. And then out of nowhere, I was like, whoa, what? Like, what's happening now? And I'm like, oh my God, what's happening now? Like, shit just kept piling up, piling up. And then a bunch of big names started taking notice, right? And everything. Like, David Dobers do edit. He do edit it. And then he didn't follow me for three months later. So, like, what was but that? But then like? he did follow you. Yeah, he did follow so, me. it's like more of a relationship. Yeah, that was more like, yeah. I'll text him now, which is cool. Oh, really? But like, not like, still, like, he's. Intimidating, like crazy. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. He's a nice guy, but it's one of those things where he 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 knows, and I know that he's like, listen, like you wouldn't be doing anything if I had to do it. Do <laughs> yeah. video, you know? That's fair. Yeah. It's, it's so like, hey, fair. It's still right? hanging yeah. over your head. Yeah. Still <laughs> hanging over my head. I do owe him like my left nut. <laughs> <laughs> Not the right one. You save that no, for the battle. The right, yeah. one. The right yeah. one's in, in, it's very small. Like, it's, <laughs> he it's, doesn't it's, want it. Just walk out. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, but it's like one of those things where it's probably a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard he's really nice. Yeah, so that's thing started, then all these comedy sketches, and then it was like a weird thing. It really kept me sane during the whole quarantine thing. Yeah. What was the timeline of those events? Like, well, within the first four hours, like, what, what had to have happened for that to blow so up? So essentially with TikTok, the reason why TikTok's even like, is probably not going to be shut down anytime soon is because the algorithm is so unique to what it does, right? Like, so essentially, if you make it, anybody get on the video, it blows up. Like, for example, the guys doing like the fucking cranberry juice. On yeah. The yeah. Or, like, that can blow up. And Dog face. Like, all across everywhere. Hugely famous guys. Yeah. Because TikTok will start, it'll put you in a pool of 100 people first. 100 random people. And then depending on how long those first hundred people watch it or how they interact with it, they comment, they like it. It goes, okay, it did well in this pool. Let's move it to a thousand people. And then it moves to a thousand people and it's like, okay, do well in this. Let's move it to 10,000. Let's move it to a hundred thousand. Let's move it to a million people. So we, they keep putting you in little pools. They get bigger and bigger and bigger until you have a viral video, essentially. That's crazy. That's so really like interesting. One of the only apps that does that, like YouTube, for example, like, Obviously, you'll get recommended videos, but only if they're getting big enough as it is. Like, you need to be big to start on YouTube or at least send it out to enough people organically. Whereas TikTok, it's like, boom, it just happens. That's anyway. really interesting. Yeah. So then, know that. when when did it start to, like, cross the million threshold? Or, or... Uh, when I went to bed, it had, like, 800,000. Oh, my gosh. And I, I was like, at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, 800,000. Now, now it's, like, 800,000. Like, eh, nice, you know? But... At the time, it was 800,000. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. be kind of freaking out at that point. All my buddies, I was like, yeah, man, look at this video. Well, like, uh, how did you fall asleep at that point? <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, man, if I wake up feeling late, I woke up and had like 995. No. <laughs> <laughs> went back to bed. Yeah, I went back to bed, and then 
that it's like Christmas you, morning. You, you yeah. the next day, and I was like, no way. And then everybody started duetting, and it's like, I think 10,000 people were going to duet it. They did the whole Darmada glass and nobody had a challenge. And I was like, this is like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a challenge. It's a joke on a challenge. So much that people actually did it, right? Yeah. So I didn't even do it. Like I ran up the hill and came back down. So the fact seeing people run at a tire model bless me up is just so hilarious. <laughs> like there is wholesome shit on the internet too, right? Yeah. Like, not everyone does here to be angry. So like I'm fortunate enough that my side of the internet that I'm on and I make shit on is people just like vibing up, having a good time. Right. That's all awesome. a lot of people who are like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like they, they see a lot of negative stuff. Yeah. You know? It's like, like thankfully I've stayed away from that. Well, it's like they, there's all this like, like certain like group TikToks. It's like, um, Harry Potter TikTok, and you end up in like the moment when you like a certain amount of things in the same genre, they you, they put yeah. you in like a pool yeah. with all the same content. Yeah. I mean, if you just sort of like feed into a certain negative content, you yeah, that's you all you get. That's why I don't watch any politics on any social media stuff. Like most of the politics information I get is like either. From person to person, like honestly, I will do Reddit a lot too, even though Reddit can be pretty biased too. Yeah. But like, if you, like TikTok especially, like all these platforms, they want to keep you on as long as possible, right? So if they notice I'm watching more Republican stuff or more Democratic stuff, they're like, all right, I know he's going to like this information more. I'm going to keep showing it to them. But I guess because the algorithm doesn't understand it, that you can't be doing that. Because mm-hmm. if I'm uh, super far right wing, and I see information, I keep liking the same stuff. They're going to keep saturating my opinion, keep making yeah, more and more bubble. So I get deeper and deeper into this connection of never seeing anything on the left, right? Like I'm never seeing anything on the side. Same with the left side. I'm never seeing anything on the right. So that's why you get all these like big opinionated people with guns coming out of March. They, in their minds, they're thinking, how can people not understand what's really going on in the world? Yeah. In their minds, like, what do you think is happening right now? <laughs> but I mean, so like, I, I have some sympathy for the people who are like, who think that the world is a certain way right now because it's all they're seeing. So in their minds, everything they're doing is completely rational, but it's just, that's the problem with social media right now. Like, yeah. So if you keep watching politics, it's going to really fuck you up. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, it's like a huge yeah. thing. That's crazy. So you start TikTok, it blows up, you're having a good time, quarantine's a lot better. At what point do you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to run from air. Well, it was actually like probably a month and a half into my quarantine, my mom, there's like, we were talking about like municipal elections. You can run for mayor if you want. I was like, I could. And then I stopped thinking about it for months and months, right? Like, yeah. Just like that one little moment. But then I was looking at the situation in the States. Like I heard Chris Paul, who's a basketball player, he's like, I'm getting my team to vote. Like we have to show how important voting is. And I was like, no, voting is important. Hmm. Look up what Halifax's voting numbers are. So I looked at Halifax's voting numbers and I realized that, oh my God, like less than, let like 26% of people yeah. voted. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And how many of those people were like young people? And I'm like, oh my God, it's even lower. Like why does, why does nobody care? And I'm like, you know what? I see a lot of people, because at the time, like, I, I mean, like, I do have a larger platform. It's not like crazy big, but it's like larger. And I see a lot of people at the same level. They go and say, like, go vote, nothing ever happens. Right? Mm-hmm. Even if, if Leonardo DiCaprio says go vote, yeah, a lot of people will listen, but not enough a lot of the time, right? So I'm like, okay, what can I do to make people care? It's like, okay, what if I run? Maybe people will say, I don't want him to win. I'm going to vote against him. <laughs> yeah, like, if you want him to win, I'm definitely going to vote because I've never seen anything like it. Until they get registered. So, exactly. So they get registered. So I want to side to people who are like, I want change right now. I'll vote for him. And the other side, I want which came way faster than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> like, crazy, like, 
fuck you. <laughs> right. Like, easy. How, how quickly does it take? Oh, it was fast. Like, there was one thing, and I won't say this specifically. I'm not going to say whose name it was. It's a friend. Someone I knew growing up. Like, a lot of people I knew growing up turned on me so quick. Oh, Why? God. I don't understand what. I'd been running for less than 48 hours at this point. Literally less. I didn't even announce it. Like, this media picked it up. Yeah. And I never, I've never, by the way, in the media, I've never said anything myself about TikTok once. Like, yeah. I've never said anything once about it. But, uh, so this girl that I know, she, she posts all of her Instagram her story. Less than 20, like 48 hours. But probably like 30 hours at this point. About how like I'm a narcissist, like don't vote for this many, like evil, like roasting me. And then she has like a list of questions she's asked you. She's like, it's not gone unnoticed that he hasn't made a statement about the BLM movement. And I'm like, listen, it's been 30 hours. Number one, yes, it has. And number two, <laughs> obviously, look at everything else I've said. Like, look me up. Of course, I support it. Like, yeah, I've said before I support it. You just haven't looked up my name once. Like, you're going to social media. And attacking me without even reaching out to me because they literally asked. That takes a lot of effort too. It takes a lot, and the worst part is now that I'm coming out with all these stances and platforms, right? Like I've said all these things that they, I know they agree with, right? Like obviously I support the heroes I go on. Like I'm very like in general, like if it's not hurting anybody and you want to help people, at the end of the day, it's like why would anybody be against that? Like I'm pretty right. You're not, in my opinion, it's always like, all right, let's do it for the people, whatever. Because I'm like a young guy. Like, we all generally have the same opinions. Yeah. But now that I put these things out, where are they? You know, where are the people that were saying that they're, they're really negative the whole time? Like, now you're not coming to, I've answered all your questions that you attacked me with at the beginning. All I've right. answered everything. Where are you? Like, why, why aren't you saying anything? Yeah. You know, that's the one thing that bugs me. It's like, you couldn't reach out after all that. Like, after slandering me, you couldn't reach out and be like, you know what? I, I I saw what you said about this and that because I know they're watching because I can see like the statistics, but yeah, it's nothing there. So now I'm starting to understand that people don't want, like they they, they like to be angry at something, mm, and that's yeah. a big terrible thing in politics, especially like yeah, why you just chill, you know? It's yeah. like obviously it's great to be angry about an issue, but don't be angry at a dude for talking about the issue. Don't yeah, be angry yeah. At a guy who's a, who hasn't yet made a statement, even though he's about to, because he's been less than 30 hours running. Yeah. But uh, just in general, you see a lot more people doing this right now. There's a lot of negativity. Right? Yeah, I yeah. totally understand. It's, it's, which is kind of one of the reasons why we had this podcast. It was the idea of like, people don't like having conversations. It's a lot easier to just spew hate and to make a point and then run away. Yeah. You know, it's easy when it's especially online, man. Yeah. So we, we, we're we trying to have more conversations. We're trying to talk. You know, it's a lot harder to have those conversations, but it is crucial for us to move as a society if we have these conversations. Oh, absolutely. 100%. So, I mean, the fact that you're going out there and you're bringing those conversations up is already like a step up from everyone just cowering from those conversations. Yeah, I think right? it's a good thing too, you know. I mean, like, let's, let's be real, like, even though it's it's a negative thing that she would like attack like that, to be fair, it made me address this situation quicker. Mm, that's a good point. Say, you yeah. know what? I need to come out and make sure people know that I do have a stance on these things. Like, yes, obviously I'm on the same page as you guys about these things. Like, yes, obviously I support these things, and it made me say it sooner. So to her testament, absolutely, we have the same goal, but we went at it in drastically different ways. Right. And that was like the <clears> problem I'll say. But to be fair, like it did make me come out. And say them faster like i was going to say it regardless mm -hmm. but it makes you really put it out in the world so that's why it's kind of like in politics you need to read the negativity like in tiktok you don't need to no but in politics you kind of need to because people will have like things that you need to hear 
Yeah. I mean, they might not always frame it in the best way, but it's a really important to be leader. Yeah, lead- leadership is tough when you know you're doing it right when there isn't a lot of people talking. Yeah. It's like silence is your reward. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing. That's such a, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And yeah. it's if everyone's mad, then you know something's wrong. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, if I do this thing, oh, there's a lot of backlash. Let's try and like do this. But yeah. if everyone's quiet, then you're doing a fantastic job. Thing? Yeah. Really, it sucks. <laughs> it's easy to say you're a dick, but it's really hard to be like, you know what? You're all right. I yeah. was a dick. You know? Yeah. You know, I was the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Why do people say that? You know? yeah. I, I wish mean, I knew, man. That's I mean, a that's, that's a that's a hard question to answer. That's a world problem. People came to like be like, you know what? I was the dick. It's I think it's a lot of his ego, right? I've been the dick a lot of the time. Absolutely. I'll yeah. one hundred percent be the dick. Yeah. But I think you gotta learn to admit it. And that took a long time for me to learn how to admit it, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the ego, like you're saying, is a huge thing. But it's, uh, you, you need to be able to, you gotta say, I'm the dick. Yeah, it's I was wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's crazy. So 30 hours in, you're feeling the backlash, but you must have felt a lot of like reward as well, right? Like, I mean, there was, uh, honestly, the reward, mostly people are in the people that were negative. Oh really? It's a strange thing. Yeah. But I mean, as it goes on, like the more I'm really starting to reach out and talk to groups and stuff, like people start to understand, like, okay, even if I don't win right now, like, I probably have four years worth of a policy degree in municipal politics, like a month, right? Mm. Like, I know everything about. I've talked to every group. Like, I've reached out to LGBT groups, LGBT plus two. Uh, I keep getting that wrong. Yeah. LGBTQ two S two. I think to so. us, yeah. yeah. To us, yeah. Sorry, I almost fucked that up, my bad. No, no yeah, stress. But it's uh, I've reached out to like BLM groups. I've reached out to like accessibility groups. I'm trying to find the best way to say things without coming across in the wrong way. And I think like that's made me as a person, whether or not I win or lose, like grow naturally. Mm. Like, that helps. Like you need to reach out and talk to people. And I think politics aside, more people should do it. Because yeah, it really changed my perspective on like a ton of things. Yeah. It, I can issue. imagine. Did yeah. it kind of shape some of your platforms or the absolutely, things that you support? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, even with affordable housing, like only affordable housing at first, and now it's like affordable and accessible housing. I was talking to a lot of people there, and even transit systems. I was talking about okay, we need to make sure we have better transits for students. So now I'm realizing okay, there's a lot of handicapped people who, like for example, like we invested millions of dollars in like accessible buses, right, like for handicapped people. But if you're a dude in a wheelchair and you want to go to your friend's house for dinner that night. Too bad. You have to book an accessible yeah. bus seven days in advance. It's like, what? We, why do we spend millions of dollars if you have to book a bus seven days in advance? Like, there's way better solutions to do this, but we just don't look into them. Like, the city doesn't care, you know? That's yeah. tough. Is there, just from uh, communicating with different groups, is there any, like, problem that you think exists that the other mayoral candidates are overlooking? Uh, yeah, for, I think the big problem is there a lot of the times they're not taking in both sides of the argument for whatever reason. I mean, sometimes because it makes them look good and sometimes because it puts more money in their pocket. It's both sides of the coin, but like, even I found I was doing that too. Like I was always talking about affordable housing attacking developers. And then I got a lot of my friends, like parents are developers are very wealthy. And then one of them reached out to me. I started talking to him like, you know what? Like I'm realizing now it's the province makes it very hard sometimes for affordable housing to be built. 
So it's not always the onus can always be on the developers. Mm. So I have to go back and refract a lot of things I've said negative about them, right? So like, I just, I think the big thing that they're not doing is reaching out to both sides every single time, right? That's so tough, yeah. Senses, to try and bridge a gap. Because like, if you're a mayor staff, you can bridge a gap. You can put two people in the same room together. For me, it's really hard for me to reach out and be like, hey, let's go talk to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. yeah. Legitimacy, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. no legitimacy, but I think he should be doing that a little bit more. That's a big thing. And yeah. Also, like, I'm pretty easy to reach, which is a good thing, too. Like, yeah. Some, Matt Williams pretty easy to reach, too, but with Savage, especially, it's kind of like, you have to go through a lot of channels to get to him. Yeah. Well, he's that. been in politics for so long. Exactly. He's, yeah. he's, he's, to be fair, he's a really busy guy. I think. Yeah. I think what benefits, easy for me to say, is like, I'm like the easiest dude to reach. Like, it might take like two days to reply, but I'll like, get back to you. Honestly, I was impressed. I was like, oh, sick. A DM worked. Yeah, I was gonna send an email if they didn't. I was like, I wasn't sure how best to reach you, but well, I was glad it worked how it did. My campaign manager Emma is, I love her to death. She's a great woman, but just sometimes she just is bad at responding. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like especially your phone. Like you call her eighty times in a row, and her phone's like a U.S. Tennessee number because like it's cheaper. She went to oh, that's wow. smart. I didn't know that. But it's, it's, it does seem smart until you realize it doesn't work. Like your phone just doesn't work. <laughs> it's on all my campaign lists and I get a ton of like DMs every day being like hey we tried to call and I'm like yeah I tried to call too <laughs> that's really nice. but yeah I think that's the big thing especially for them it's like you need to be more personable yeah, yeah. You, you talk a lot about your team and like in interviews we watch you're very proud of your team yeah. you, you, you put a lot of confidence if you were to win on the fact that you have a good team to back you up yeah how'd you put that team together well I think it's just like uh, my mom, my ex-girlfriend, it's like a real ragtag. <laughs> the underdogs. Yeah, <laughs> we got a lot of people. We had a, a, a great man, I don't know if he wants to say his name, but like, because I know he's out in Philly, but yeah. he's helped, he jumped on board too, and I think there's some people. And I've just had some friends really helping me out, like my friend who was a down, Noah Davis. Oh, dope. He, uh, he does a lot of my facial dance and stuff, so it's like, just randomly things happen to come together. It's not, and like, People are volunteering their own time to help out, right? And the big thing is, if I were to be elected, I mean, I can't necessarily say all these people would be on, on staffing, but like I've made up connections along the way that I know that there's certain people I definitely want to get involved, mm. in, right? And like I know who would be good at certain things. So I think that's that's important for you to understand. And also, like I don't really have any friends in this business, so like yeah, you know, like no one can really fuck fuck me around because it's like I don't I like I have no ties. Like, yeah, yeah. Know, what do I care? You know, like. I, if I want to hire someone because they do a good job, as opposed to someone who's making two hundred thousand dollars for the past ten years, it's like, well, whoever's doing the best job is going to hire. Like, I don't have any sure. You know, so. There's definitely an argument to be made that lifetime politicians sort of have a lot, um, a lot holding them back. Mm. Where it's like you have like, oh, this is my friend. I got to do help him out with that, or yeah. I have this. This guy helped me with this back in the day. I got to help him out with that. While you you're sort of liberated, you can do things and talk to people and make yeah. connections that most yeah. lifetime politicians, almost all I would say, exactly. Like, I'm could really make. Lucky in that regard. Like, yeah, a lot of people don't have that benefit. So like in that regard, I'm super lucky that I don't really have to have any ties like that. Yeah, yeah. And there's some people like naturally like you scratch your like quid pro quo. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah, hundred percent. How was the uh, the campaign? Like, what was that experience like? That was crazy. It was crazy. I didn't spend a ton of money, but like, that's why the donations. I got a couple of bit of donations. Like, it wasn't crazy or anything, but mostly delivering a lot of t-shirts. I definitely missed some people. I did deliver t-shirts to again because, like, it was so at first, like, 
Chick that's so disorganized if we bring it back. Because it's really like four of us running. Like a little yeah. campaign needs yeah. like a hundred people going. So it was like it, it's definitely been crazy though. Like printing stuff, you know, I've been lucky, like my buddy made the logo, like that's that, huge. It just, I just got super lucky though. Like, yeah. The whole time with like, the campaign relatively going smoothly. But for the first I'd say two weeks, there's probably an hour every single day where I was like, why would I do this? For the first like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely, like an hour every single day, and then it goes away. Yeah, it's just the moment where you just go, you absorb everything, you process it, and you keep going. The negativity, in fact, at first, I was in so my own headspace. I didn't know what to do because you're getting so much negativity at a wide scale. First of all, how are people against voting? Yeah, that was literally all you said is like, hey guys, go and vote. Don't vote for me. Just how how is anybody against voting? I think it's like, that's universal, everybody should vote. Anyway, that was always one of those things I was like, what? So what's the problem here? Yeah. Like, at first, I was getting around my own head, so like I texted David Dobrik. Yeah. Like, how do I deal with the widespread negativity? I was like Ooh. reaching out to a ton of people. I didn't expect him to buy it. He sends like this long voice memo back. It's like four minutes. It's like oh. detailed to kind of deal with it. And I was like, damn. That's huge. Thank you. Since then, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like this, this can be okay. So really? Once again, and he knows too. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's just another thing that he has over you. <laughs> <laughs> another thing he has. Like, I mean, at least your only like, you know, Thai political like affiliation is his uh, influencer in LA. So yeah, it's not exactly. really affecting Halifax politics. Yeah, you're good. You're in the clip. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things where, and not just him, like I reached out to other people like this guy named Colton in Halifax too. Colton Henderhan? No, Colton. Um, oh my God. Is that, he's, he does like TikTok. good. Oh, TikTok guy. There's another. He does like. Uh, wow, I'm, I'm an asshole for not knowing his last name. <laughs> I can't believe I don't know his last name. Colty on TikTok. His name. All right. So if Colton listens to this, I'm sorry. But I reached out to him too, and he was saying the same thing. Like, because he's got a lot of widespread negativity too. Because he's got like millions and millions of people watching it. What's so, what was that advice? And to he, share with the people. Yeah, and he was saying, like, you know, listen, Colty especially was like, people, no matter what you do, there's going to be something that doesn't like you. Mm. And at the end of the day, you got to be satisfied with what you're doing. If you don't like what you're doing, that's a problem. But if they don't like what you're doing, people, who cares? Who gives a shit, you know? People are always going to be mad at what you're doing. People will always expect more, no matter what. Like, you could save a million orphans from a fire, and then people will be on Twitter the next day saying, why didn't you save two? Yeah. They don't know there wasn't two million there. They, you know, like people don't see the other side of the picture. They'll always hate you no matter mm. what you do. So just kind of take it with a grain of salt, take the punches, and get back up. Keep rolling. Yeah, it looks good if you take the punches. Like it's hard, <laughs> although it is fucking hard to take the punches. Yeah, I can imagine. I can't yeah. imagine. It's a good thing to. I think now at this age too, learning how to do it properly. I hopefully it benefits me later on. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Was I, that similar to sorry? Go ahead. Was that similar to uh, David Dobrik's advice? Yeah, actually, he literally he's the one who said the orphan. Oh, really? Yeah, he said the orphan thing. Cole was really like nailing the fact that like you know, because me and Cole are like both the same age, we're really similar situations, we're similar friends, everything. He was letting me know. Like, him and David had very similar advice too. It's like, you know, you don't like someone for a while, and then like you have to ask yourself. David was more like. If you don't like someone for a while, like he's doing examples of people like he doesn't like for a while, it's like then he meets them in person. It's like, why didn't I like this person? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you think of situations in your life where you're like, I always hate, used to hate this guy, and then I met them in person. It's like, why would I ever hate them? What reason did I have for doing it? Yeah. 
So then he was like, you know, so sometimes you get to reach out to people if you don't like them, you find that out. And a lot of the reason you get it is because they don't take the time to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. So just take it with a grain of salt. And if someone, if you, if someone really, really bothers you, reach out and be like, what's up? What's going on? You know, Definitely. not in a confrontation. Like, what can I do better? Yeah. Although I've tried that and like, sometimes it just doesn't sometimes work. Sometimes they just ghost. No. Like, well, you go- wait, 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 why are you ghosting? Well, they don't expect you to text back because it's not yeah, something people true. do very often, that's unfortunately. Really, that's a really yeah. Thing. You know, you think they'd be like, wait, tell me what's wrong. Yeah. You know? And I'll take it. Like, I'm not a confrontational guy. Like, I'll be like, you know what? That's an excellent point. Yeah, I, I am the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back in my hole. Okay, got it. So honestly, those two dudes' advice was like huge. They both were. That's like, crazy. Shout out Colt Gibbard, man. Those are the, the greatest dudes to have good advice from. Yeah. I'll hit them up next time. I need some sure advice. I'm up. sure he'd answer my DMs. Especially <laughs> David Dobrik. Dobrik. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool, cool. You got to get Colby on the show too. Man. Oh, absolutely. He's in Halifax right now, I think. Too. No way. And he has stories for days. Oh, man. He's I bet. He's some huge... Because he's big, man. Yeah. And, like, he's like next level. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, he's got crazy... He's not running for May. He's running for Premier. Running for Premier. <laughs> wow. If you want to be Premier, like that... Like I, that, you know? That would be dope. That would be unreal, actually. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So your campaign's kicking it. You're feeling a lot of like anxiety and stress, mm-hmm. but you work through it. And this is like two weeks in. Yeah. Out of how long have you been campaigning for? Probably around almost six weeks now, I think. Six weeks. Almost six weeks, maybe. And like now I'm definitely enjoying it to enjoy a little more as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like now I'm definitely enjoying it way more. I'm having a good time now. You know, seeing the numbers go up you know what it all ends on saturday yeah how are you feeling like you're almost in the clear you've done a spectacular job thank you i appreciate that and i achieved the goal that i said yeah at least eighteen thousand on the first day yeah and well actually uh it was last election i think 92,000 people voted and already today it was up to 105 no nice and so three more days left Three more days left, and in person it hasn't even happened. Yeah, so wow. Like, I've already achieved the goal. I've already satisfied that. So anything else that could happen, that would be bonus. Like think about this: so like even before I got the numbers up during my municipal debate, right, mm. I knew a bunch of dudes in like in university that I know with seventy snaps that sitting around drinking beer, watching. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. And I was like, that's hilarious. since when has that ever happened? Like, happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like that kind of shit. I was like, you know what? This whole experience, like, no matter what I do, it's like I sort of take it and say, you know what? I have fun. Even if I only get like two percent of the vote, I'm like, you know what, fuck yeah, yeah, you know. And I mean, now hundreds—no, maybe not hundreds, but thousands and thousands of of Haligonians are registered to vote, and they know the process. They're yeah. comfortable with it. Exactly. Now they're more versed in like municipal government. Exactly. I think now people start understanding like everyone gets so fired up with the federal government, but it's like the same like you did here once. Like the federal government went away, you wouldn't notice for weeks. Mm-hmm. Municipal government went away, yeah. you notice immediately. You yeah, know, schools you close down, buses would stop. Like this is the most immediate impact you have right yeah. now. And this is the time to notice. Right? It's yeah. it's crazy. So if this comes out before Friday. <clears throat> yeah. When people are listening, yep. get out there and fucking vote. Yeah. Now. You got one day left. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so weird. It's so weird if I'm saying fuck. To no. You, but it's like on the campaign trail, you don't get an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, hey, just let it out of your system. So yeah. You just got three more days. And then that was another one. Yeah. My God, I'm so sorry. This is like a refreshing thing to do. Yeah. Are you looking forward for it to be over? You must be pretty tired. Uh, I'm definitely tired, but I, 
it's like I can't look at the finish line this year. Like I have to mm-hmm. think about there. I'm not even thinking about what I'm gonna do afterwards. I'm not thinking about any of it. Like the happy about it, sad about it. I just need to get it done. Mm. Have that day happen, right? Like that's the big thing. That's the big yeah. thing. So like, I can't say I'm looking forward to being over it. I mean, it's definitely gonna be a huge like deep like exhale. But uh, I don't even know how I'm gonna feel. Maybe I'll yeah. be sad. Maybe I'll cry. You know? I mean, there'll be tears of joy, tears, tears of, joy, tears, of tears, uh, tears, tears of tears, tears, <laughs> tears of tears. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. If you were to win, what would your first like week look like? What were what are the things first that you want to get? A right lot here? of phone calls to people who are like supporting me from the get go. Like it's just a ton being like, listen, thank you for like keeping spirits high. It's like I think the entire first week is really like, calling people. Like, yeah, thank you for doing it. Like thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, think being around and then organizing with people, the staff that need to be in place. So like that, those two things would happen the entire first week. Wow. In fact, if I got it, it would be like the first month would probably be insane re- reorganization of what's going to happen in our box, which would be crazy to see. Things, I think. You'd have to revolutionize your entire life. Like yeah. everything would change. Everything would change. I have to get my own place. Like, you know, that's crazy. I have pledge, so I'm going to give up half my salary. So I got to get that in place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Do that too. I'm going to do too. On Reddit is where you get the most hate. Really? I, I someone mentioned this is a side note. Someone commented about like it's not fair for Max to be able to have the salary, like and say the other candidates should do something similar. Like they need that to feed their families. And I'm like, half of the salary is a hundred grand. If you can't feed your family, who by the way, both these men families are like out of school. Yeah. If you can't afford to feed your family at a hundred thousand dollars a year, what are your expenses? Yeah. What are you buying? Yeah. Just caviar yeah. nonstop. Yeah, it's just a side note. But yeah, it'd be a crazy restructuring my entire life. Yeah. Are you would that is, those, is that something that you look forward to? Like if it was a possibility? Because that I, sounds kind of terrifying to me. I think my big thing is like to a testament sometimes it's like I don't ever know what's going to happen next and it's kind of an exciting way to live in a sense because i'm like because on one hand you can't prepare for anything but on the other hand it's like you know what i'm ready to roll with it no matter what happens it's like fuck it let's see what happens you know i'm ready so i, I can't say i've thought about it way too much i've thought about what i'm going to do and put things in place but in terms of the way i feel it hasn't really crossed my mind because i don't know yeah yeah and so half of your salary that is going to low-income housing Absolutely. I was going to go into low-income communities, whether that be housing or like, because I was raised by a single mom too, so I want to launch to go to single mother initiatives. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing I wanted to go back into because I do love to just kind of put it wheelchair with kids during COVID. So it's like, that's a big thing I want to get into, number one. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of single mother, or single parenthood stuff is what I like to get put into and like different types of housing solutions that I can help with. I mean, unfortunately, so much is going for the provincial government that I can't do too much. But like, whatever I can do with the 100 grand is what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm that's still a substantial amount of money. Yes, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It is a lot that's of money. That's a lot like, of money. Man, like, I only need, like, I don't even need that much. Like, if I get, like, a small little place, I don't eat, like, crazy expensive, you know? I like to go out to eat for sure. Yeah. But it's like, I don't fucking buy a lot of clothes. Like, I've had the same clothes for years, you know? So it's like. I mean, most of my clothes are from Value Village. And <laughs> yeah, they've been doing like, really well for I'm me. Not, I'm not, like, <laughs> Yeah. Was it, oh, we're getting close. close. Yeah. But yeah. yeah these, these cost me like fifty k. Yeah. Yeah. Besides designer the, quality. I get the designer squiddies. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, I think it's pretty good. But That's hundred k thing. When I dropped that first, I was like, you know what? Okay, because that kind of that came out. And I was like, yeah, you know, that felt good to say. Yeah. Just stick with that. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. good. It came from the gut. It came from the gut. 
some of those other safe things like when it comes around, you know, let's just stick with that. You know, that that's the new thing. Like, yeah. It felt good in the moment. I have to stick with this. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's that's an admirable trait. It's yeah. it's tough to stick to it sometimes, though. But it is been a huge problem at all city things. I think this year specifically, I've been reorganizing stay with things. Yeah. For this, it's like, I always get mad at my mom. Like, why did you leave me karate class? You know, like, why did you let me leave piano lessons so early? Yeah. Like, I'd be sort of piano karate mask. <laughs> 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 you could take over the world. Yeah. I'd be like sick. I'm like Bruce Lee on the keys. <laughs> yeah. Real. That'd be a, uh, that sounds like some sick 80s TV show. Just like a pianist, karate oh, master. Imagine, it's like, like, like orchestra by day. Like vigilante by night. Well, this kind of sounds like, like, a, like a Kevin James sitcom plot. Like he needs to support his wife's piano industry and also fight off bad guys. <laughs> the criminal underwear. Yeah. yeah, shaped my life. <laughs> Truly. Is that is that why you avoid segways? They get mad at the Really? Wow. If you say the words Paul Blart. Eyes, it's just like they look at you, they squint. Like, no, no way, like, you can't do it. Like, I made a TikTok all about it one day. It's like, I could tell that they didn't want to talk to me for weeks after that. You're on their shit like, list, like, <laughs> yeah. Fed, like that because that movie almost single handedly took down the segue. Oh my god, I, I can't even imagine. That, yeah. yeah, it's not a flattering uh, the, portrayal yeah, of the it, demographic. It, 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 yeah, yeah, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I personally wouldn't get one. Oh, yo, I would get one, and I'll tell you why I get one. Because... You get a Segway before you get a scooter. Mm. No, I but I might. Okay, who? Why? Why would you get a Segway? Because they're they're just so smooth sailing. It's just like Safe. Like a man on the seat. <laughs> on the I can but, yeah. on the, but on the but above the water. water. But above water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just Jesus Christing it. Like a couple of times. See, they're, they're dope. Mm-hmm. They're dope. Like they're hard for me to balance on for sure. Like I don't have the coordination, but they're dope. Yeah. They're unbelievable. You know? And imagine Andy being able to that would be worldwide, not just Japan, if she had a segue. Oh, she <laughs> yeah, would make it cool again. She'd make it so cool. Anna Green Gables causing trouble on a Segway. Oh, Dude. I would watch the hell out of that. That's all I'm saying. So it is. If anyone wants to take the idea, you know, it's it's in the it's on it's on the web now. It's on. It's yours. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> no, we there. won't sue you. Yeah. Well, go for it. Probably not. We'll just fight it out in the ring. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Is that the only way that uh, Paul Blart uh, changed your life? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't. I mean, it definitely brought us. Fetishes, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I just goes into a lot of things. Was it Kevin James? It's Kevin James fetish specifically. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) (laughs) But that's like just it's like you start it and it's like you keep digging down into him and then all of a sudden just roots and layers of just fetishes on fetishes, man. I say to the people I hook up with, I'm like, you're not Kevin James, you're out. Yeah. (laughs) You're out. You just and not even just every time they're like, okay, I'm out. Like, yeah, not what is going on? Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. 
I'm literally look nothing like Kevin James. What are you talking about? First of all, I'm not Kevin James. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. Well, I want you to be Kevin James. Yeah. You're on Tinder. You're like, if you're not, if you're Kevin, if you're not Kevin James, swipe left. One of these days, I will be Kevin James. You think so? Absolutely. You know what? Let's put that on the record. That the day you meet Kevin James, that's like your life peak. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I retire, can, man. What's what's the point? Yeah, like drive off the sunset, tell him to leave. Yeah, just straight off the Atlantic Pier. Straight off and say, you know what, I made it. Yeah, <laughs> just float up like Armageddon. Just, yeah. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. I had a fetish guy. of him at the same time. Yeah. It started off with the milk, but then I realized I didn't have the fetish for the milk. It was Emerson. Yeah. Man behind the milk. It's not a bad idea for your book title either. Oh. You can take that. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll barely sue you. <laughs> yeah. You won't even notice if you're hanging out with Kevin James. <laughs> uh, good question. I lost track. I almost want to keep it there, but <laughs> what are we? How are we doing with time? We an hour. We an hour. An hour now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So this must have like revolutionized your whole experience of Halifax because you grew up yeah. here and you get like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely. But, I think too, like even doing. Like, like I went to like private school at uh, Sacred Heart, so like I was only ever really exposed to like really like a lot of my friends were like really super low. Like I've never been super low. Like, mm. I was seeing a lot of people like always generally well off. I could afford things, but I was always like around really really loaded dudes, like, really rich dudes. They always had huge houses, mansions, and that was like normal to me. And then being like in politics right now, I'm starting to understand like wow, there are people that can't afford to put food on the table. Like what? Why don't people talk about this? Like. Why aren't people paying more attention to this? Why are we allowing this to even happen? Mm. All these situation regulations we have in place. So it really changed my perspective on how Halifax is run. Like, yeah, amazing city. Like under Mayor Savage, people want to move here now. Like for the first time in a long time, young people want to be here. But yet, it's the fastest growing rate of rent in North America. Yeah, so, like it's crazy. And minimum wages, like pretty low down here too. Low. Like, in Halifax, they say living wage. <laughs> would be $22, but minimum wage here is like 12. 12, right? 12 5 or something like that? Just just above 12. It's yeah. above 12, yeah. So like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You can't afford to be here. It's, 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 it's becoming a huge problem. They just like, have to dress themselves too. They can't keep expecting their government to address it. Clearly, it's not working. How would that be best addressed? Like taxing or? Well, in Halifax, we have these situations where we can't do taxing or property taxes are mainly in Canada, right? It's, in a city, it's almost unprecedented to think that uh, are, there are two ways of making the most money. I think, from what I understand, at least, is like property tax and uh, parking fees. Really? And it's like, wow, as a city, like we can't tax on anything else. Like we can't really control any other sorts of that. We, in certain ways, we can't. Like in general, we can't really control any other tax besides property tax. Like that's weird. Okay, well, then I look at a property tax and I realize, okay, wait a second. We passed bills in Halifax to separate property tax between residences and small and like commercial. And we never did that. So now if I want to raise property tax for a huge mansion, I'm raising it for a little shoe store, shoe store on Spring Garden Road, right? Oh, so it's man. Like we separated these things, but we never put them in place. So even though people always complain that we don't have a lot of power because the province has most of it, number one, as people, we can go and say, demand every single day. We can message the province every single day to get some power. 
number two, we can demand that the city does things that they said they would do, like separate these types of taxes, right? Like separate these types of taxes and and, and start to bring in new ways to make money for the city, right? And, but we don't do that. And that's the big problem. We, we haven't been trying to do it because we don't know about the issue. Now, baby people will start to understand. So it, scaling taxes between residential and, and uh, uh, corporate uh, properties uh, or like separating between low income corporate uh, properties and high income corporate. Yeah, so it's kind of like the way I see it is kind of like somebody just makes like Costco would pay less tax than like, uh, maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but like uh, free, like the tap room at Oxford, right? And that's like, wow, why did that happen? So we need new mm-hmm. ways to tax these businesses, like foot traffic is a huge thing. Like if people have to take their cars to get there, if people are like really far away from the city, they should be taxed more as opposed to like if I can just leave my house and walk to the tap room. Mm-hmm. So, so it, sh- it should be one of those things where we have to regulate things in the ways that make sense and not ways that it's been historically done. I think we need to tax things based on the size of your property, not always where your property lands. That's a big thing too, right? Because if I lived in a little house on fucking spring garden, tiny little house, no charge me less tax. So I live in a mansion in like no Bedford, right? Yeah. So you should yeah. Pay, your tax should be paid proportionally. Mm. But uh, we just don't do it. What are some other things like that just don't make any sense that you've noticed since you start campaigning? Well, transit for sure is a big thing, right? Like you keep making the city so expensive. Sorry to keep itching my eyes, but good. Allergies, yeah, me too. Allergies, yeah. I'm not hungry anymore. But yeah, so it's like transit especially, like normally we keep making it so expensive to live in the city and yet we shut off bus routes to like places outside of the city. So we keep pushing people out and not giving them way back to get back home. We want them to work in the city. Like what's that all about? It doesn't make any sense. And not just that, like there's some accessibility, like people in wheelchairs, they can't get up, or people, any sort of handicapped person can't get a bus for a life of them, unless they book days and days and days in advance. It's like, wow, why, why is the city, why do we run like that? You know, there's little things like that. Environmental solutions too, it's like, okay, we keep building affordable housing on different green spaces, say we need the space to do it, there's no other space to do it, and yet we have a building like St. Pat's in the North End, who's like this massive high school that we just sold to a random person for $50 million, why don't we do anything with that space? It's directly north end. It's 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 we can build some sort of affordable housing there. Yeah, we sold yeah. it fifty million. It's been sitting there for seven years, using a bunch of green space to build other condominiums. Well, why have we done anything with that? Yeah, the space on Agricola Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah we used to live right across from it. It's it's the biggest. It makes no sense. Yeah, it, but a lot of these things don't make any sense at all. So, is that related to the housing plan that you cited in Colorado? Yeah, exactly. Uh, where, I, mean, yeah. I don't want to say a little different, but the way they do this kind of it's, it's interesting. I want to look into it a little bit more because as some people told me there's other things that like they're doing that aren't necessarily great. Either, okay. But in general, it's kind of like they repurpose places they don't use that much. Like a lot of empty buildings and offices that we have, we can somehow use a way to use the space. To make affordable housing and homeless shelters, like that's what Colorado mm. does, they do it very well. It's a bit of a strange, complicated thing to organize, but yeah, I think copying of the city's model, so not being afraid to like generally take different ideas of places that can work. Mm. Right now, we're just like we have to build our own organic ideas. It's like no, like, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent the wheel. If it's work somewhere else, just do it. Yeah. Just like take the idea and say let's do it. But we have for some reason we don't want to do that here. Yeah, that's the big thing. I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah. yeah. So affordable housing, like if you had to pick just a handful of issues that concerned you most, would it be, would it top the list affordable housing? I mean, top the list affordable housing because like the basic rights of shelter is like a huge 
interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't have a place to live. Like, how are they going to worry about anything else? You know, like, people don't want to live on the streets. And then, uh, second thing is definitely accessibility, whether it be, you know, the transit system specifically is a big thing. And third thing, I mean, every city is has environmental issues because we don't have like the kind of time. Like, before we have to start looking at waste to reverse, like, opposed to waste yeah. to yeah. You know, so we gotta look at both those things. But in Halifax, like water levels are rising so fast everywhere. It's like let's say you live on the water right now, you know, good luck with paying this. Yeah, it'll be an church. island. <laughs> yeah, you can do a fucking exactly. Maybe escape to the fire. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm excited for that. <laughs> now I'm not so worried. <laughs> They'll take care of us. I- <laughs> then you won't have to run for mayor. He'd be like Lord Overlord yeah. of of the of the Halifax region. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Canada is the yeah. budget. Yeah, just buy everything. We're buying everything. We're buying spaceships for everybody. You find a way to make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, you just ten movies and be like, I got you. It's like, oh, we putting them in. It would take him like a month to do those ten movies. <laughs> Man, and he gets paid like ten million. Who puts him in the movie? I, Who was the people that say yeah, we need Nicolas Cage for this? Yeah, I actually like him. Oh, me too. Yeah, I, I keep fun. looking back to that. That uh, it's yeah, us. we're so. putting in movies. It's that uh, the the Nick Cage episode of Community where Albert tries to oh, yeah. uh, figure out if Nick Cage is a genius or insane. <laughs> yeah. That I keep going back to that. He's like <laughs> neither. He's just like an anomaly. He just exists outside of the He's spectrum, man. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, just like adaptation, and it's then like, uh, that was a really good movie. Really good movie. Yeah, adaptation is like even what's that movie? Saving no, it's like some with the kid. Oh, um, raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Yeah, yeah. those are the two probably. Oh, yeah, oh. unbelievable movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Ghost Rider. And yeah, those were the good days. Who's the first one to Ghost Ride the Whip? Who's <laughs> the first one to do it? Man, most underrated <laughs> Ghost Rider out there. No, he's I like swear. Top ten Ghost Riders. He takes every spot. Yeah, <laughs> he's still underrated. Still underrated. Serves the eleventh. Yes, that's that's how I feel about it. It's like that. Uh, it's like oh, it's like enjoy enjoy greatness <laughs> while it down. exists. Like LeBron's like oh, just enjoy it while it lasts. Like Leon Messi's like just enjoy Nick Cage while he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's been a long time. I feel like I've grown up with him. I feel like watching old movies, like watching even Ghost Rider with your grandsons. It's a snapshot of a different time. It's so good, man. So wholesome. Mike Abbott's talking about Ghost Rider. No, he's not. That's not. That might be. Have you? Who are you closest with between the two of them? Uh, it's hard to say. Like, have you gotten chat much? Pretty even, like. At first, Matt would reach out to me way more. Yeah. Because I know Matt's son. Like, for, oh, no way. Guy, yeah. So, like, Matt would reach out to me way more. But then, like, so me and Mike sat down. We had a couple meals together. So, I think generally it's pretty the same. Like, all, all across the board, is like a mutual respect. I don't oh, that's they, good. Like, I, I don't know if they like each other that much. I haven't really asked. It doesn't seem like it, but... I feel like long-time politicians end up having some sort of beef. Yeah, I think mean, yeah. there's always a mutual respect. Though. Wait a minute. What if they're the ones that are doing the beef and then... At the end of this election, they're gonna no fight. No way, dude! They're fight and then. What if they're like hug. longtime best friends? Whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying, if that Holy happens, shit. I'm placing my bet on them hugging at the end. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying it. That would be huge. That hasn't even crossed my mind. <sighs> Man, they're, that's why we all think alike. All three of those men, me, Mike, Matt, we're all thinking the same thing. Yeah, just we're trying to beat up our best friends. Exploit. This comes out. One hour. All right. Thank you so much, man. It was an absolute pleasure to get to know you. Thank you.
Thank you for doing what none of us wanted to do. <laughs> and uh, thank you for bringing up the voting numbers yeah. substantially. Already. Absolute pleasure to meet you, man. Cheers. This was a great time. All right. Oh my God. You want some water, man? thank you very much for watching if you like what you saw please leave a like and uh, subscribe you can also follow us at uh, setting it straight podcast on facebook instagram i think that's it that's it also if you want to check out older episodes or stay locked in and find new episodes look for us on uh, spotify google play and apple music or of course you can stay and look at videos on youtube thanks guys